your turn to... Oh, is it for me? Consider yourself fired. Why are you winking at me? Consider yourself fired. Hello, and welcome to the JT and Drew Show. I'm JT. And I'm Drew. And we're two nobodies talking about nothing. Nothing. Consider yourself fired. Hey, man, welcome back to the show. Hey, how's it go? Oh, what is wrong with you? Look mad. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Um, maybe we'll bring it up later. Okay. I'm trying to stay out of my feeling. Ooh, well, yeah. I mean, I also have the feeling that sometimes gets aroused. Anyways, um, do you feel the need? Top Gun speed? <clears throat> I mean, yeah. <clears throat> oh, but uh, man, so it's been uh, it's been a few days, huh? It's been a couple of days, man. Uh, I thought we were gonna make this a thing. That's what we said, and uh, so far we have, and I'm I'm pretty proud of us for it. You know, but you can always do better. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And I'm gonna hold you to that standard because I'm here for you. I am also here for myself. I expect nothing other than perfection. Excellence. Perfection. Uh, that's about it. Oh. Perfection. Well, I mean, can't get it anywhere else. Look at these sunbeams. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You got to warn somebody before you do that. <laughs> Good Lord. Let me get my sunglasses next time. Oh, don't Those tell haven't me. seen sunlight in decades, have they? <laughs> no. No, they haven't. <laughs> they look like the japanese flag yeah it's all right you got to sort through the weeds to get to mine yeah yeah that's true go through the brush you know it's like the the vietnam jungles you know oh booby traps oh booby traps i like boobies and i like traps (laughs) oh man all right well let's go ahead and get into it we've got some uh we've got some interesting topics today okay um, we're going to kind of, I don't think dwell on, on any of them too much, but just kind of hit them some hot topics that have been going around. Um, and just, I'd like to get your opinion on them, your take on them, uh, see what you have to say, what you think, and, uh, we'll just go from there. Right on. Well, let's get into it. All right, man. <clears throat> well, one of the first things that I want to discuss is uh, there was a a, uh, a speech that the president was giving the other day. No goodness, which loosely. one? He was talking about, oh, well, he was talking about a bunch of things, but he had brought up a story about a 10-year-old girl who had become impregnated. I guess she was, was raped and had to cross state lines to get um, the abortion treatment that she was wanting to get from the what had happened to her. And this story just kind of blew up. And, I mean, it, it, there are sources from all over the world that are reporting on this story. And, and I don't mean reporting like they're providing different versions of it. They're all saying the same thing. They're just, you know, different parts in the world about how this little girl got raped and how she had to cross state lines to get any kind of help because of Roe v. Wade being overturned. That's the the way that the articles are spun, if you will. Okay. 
Um, so holy mackerel! Yeah, how old was she? Ten years old. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, at first, ten year old. Yeah, I mean that's that's insane. It's that's it's insane to think about, but at the same time, you know that we have a problem here, at least in America. I'm sure there's problems all over the world. But at least here in America, we have a big problem where um, pe- people can't keep their hands to themselves. I guess I don't know. I yeah. don't see it. <clears throat> I mean, that's not a that's not even a thought that crosses in my mind. But yeah, holy for sure. Macro. Now, now wait. You're telling me that a ten year old girl who was assaulted, and I, I'm gonna say assaulted. Okay. Uh, went to the doctor, and sh- they would not provide her with medical care to remove um a a baby, a life form that this so happened to uh unfortunately had happened to her. They would not provide the care to save her life. Yeah, that's the way that the story goes. Um, <clears throat> I'll read the uh, the quote that the president said real quick. Please do. He said, this isn't some imagined horror. It is already happening. Just last week, it was reported that a 10-year-old girl was a rape victim, 10 years old, and she was forced to have to travel out of state to Indiana to seek to terminate the pregnancy and maybe save her life, end quote. That's so kind of talking hard about to this. Yeah, well, he was talking about this when he was discussing his executive order, signing his executive order on abortion access to have his people do more research and see what can the federal government do to provide more options than the states. Um, so from what I gathered from the research that I did, there was a uh, this little girl was in Ohio, and there was a doctor in Indiana who supposedly helped her and she was friends with a doctor who helped this uh or i guess who first saw this girl in ohio and she's the only one that has an account of of any of the ongoings here the doctor in indiana yeah the doctor in indiana so according to her because roe v wade got overturned ohio implemented a rule or a law that says um it imposed a ban on abortions after six weeks of pregnancy with no exceptions, period. Well, it just so turned out that this young girl, this 10-year-old, uh, was six weeks and three days pregnant. So she she couldn't be helped in Ohio. Thus, she had to cross state lines, see this doctor in Indiana, who then tried to help her and, and save her life and all this stuff. That still doesn't make any sense. Now, did the first doctor report the assault that happened to the 10-year-old girl? Has anyone in Ohio, as far as, like, lawmakers or even just the police, have they had any reporting on this 10-year-old victim uh, was assaulted and was impregnated? Not that I've seen. Um, It does say that under Ohio law, a physician is mandated 
or is a mandated reporter under Ohio Revised Code 2151.421. So the, the doctor would be required to report any case of known or suspected physical, sexual, or emotional abuse or neglect of the child to the local welfare or law enforcement agency. So the doctor has to. They see this, they have to report it to the legal authorities. Right. So, and, and like you just mentioned, this article talks about saying that, so the initial doctor would have had to make that report to law enforcement at the same time um, before or during contacting this other doctor to, you know, see if they could help. Um, and then there would be a criminal case that would have been opened and, you know, kind of go go down the trail of justice from there, right? Right. So the doctor from Indiana uh, apparently declined to identify um, her colleague in Ohio. She cli- declined to, um, I guess the quote was, thank you for reaching out. I'm sorry, but I don't have any information to share. And that's what she said in an email. Um, the press secretary for the Ohio governor said that the governor's office was unaware of any specific case and uh, had made mention that, you know, the rape of a 10-year-old would certainly be newsworthy. So how come they're not, you know, broadcasting this? How come this hasn't been, hey, the police are talking about this, we're on a manhunt for this person, or whatever, fill in the blank. We're going to seek justice. Right. Well, so... I'm trying to wrap my mind around it, but let's let's say there's a victim out there that is 10 years old, has had this happen to her. That is just a travesty. That yeah. is, I mean, I, it's, it's unfathomable, right? So I can't even think of a 10-year-old girl this happening to. Now, I know, I know that there are cases where uh, things like this happen, molestations and... Assaults, sexual assaults, rapes, you know, whatever you want to call it. I know things like this happen. However, however, um, I need to go more. I need more to go off of. I need, I mean, for me, in order to make like a rational decision about this particular case, there, I, I would have to, where's the police report? Where's, yeah. Where's where is the investigation going on? I mean, we've seen. Well, well, hang on. We've seen things come out after this Roe v. Wade thing has has been all over the news. We've seen where um, certain people have made outlandish claims about how this is um, taking away rights from people and taking away. Um, certain uh, health care that were provided for victims who weren't ready to be parents or, or didn't want to have that situation, didn't want to remember it or whatever, right? Right. So right. there's a lot of um, stories coming out about how these are coming, uh, these are coming now to light. Um, but for this particular one, if it is true, now if they do find that this actually happened, yeah, and the person in, the person that's responsible, my opinion is the uh, that person needs to be 
uh, straight to the line for the death penalty. That's my opinion. That's my opinion only. So, and if you want me to, I'll bring the gasoline. <laughs> Trial by fire, huh? <clears throat> hey, uh, I I have my own thoughts on a lot of these things. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, this is, this is a big claim. But for well, this individual to come out and say, well, I'm, I'm not going to disclose anything. Uh, you're a doctor. Yeah. You need to. Well, and I read some of the, uh, in this particular news article, there were some feedback or people chiming in, you know, forums, if you will. And people were thinking like we are. And then there were people on the other side of the aisle that were attacking those people. You know, uh, the article said that they had done a spot check with the uh, child services agencies in some of the more populated cities. Mm -hmm. So you're talking like Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, Dayton, Toledo, and out of all those places that they did check with, um, none of the officials there knew of any case in their areas that matched this one. This particular one. Now, <clears throat> that's not to say that maybe this happened in a more rural area or somewhere, you know, small town, whatever. Right. But still, those those checks, those, hey, the doctor has to report this. Why didn't the doctor report it? Now that... Does the doctor get criminally charged if this was a real deal? And uh, at the end of the article, it says, and this kind of speaks to what you mentioned a second ago, it said, if a rapist is ever charged, the fact finally would have more solid grounding. Yes. Yes. And I, I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm not trying to um, say that, you know, if this really did happen, that this little girl is lying or that, you know, she's not really a victim or anything like that. But right now, it really sounds like it's just a story. It's a convenient story for a political motive. And that quote, six, six weeks and three days, so this doctor can't help you, but you can come over here and you can... You and I looked that up. Yeah. And that's actually not entirely true. No, not at all. <clears throat> um, in fact... Um, I don't remember the House bill. So Ohio has got a currently has got a House bill and a Senate bill for protecting life, and they are not approved yet, right? So they're still in the wickets, but they're saying that um, on cases that um, if the person is in danger or is if the the baby or whatever you want to call it um, is causing harm to the potential mother, then you can have an abortion. And there was no time limit, no time frame on there. Yeah, what I pulled up here, uh, and this is according to, it's pulling from that bill, but this is on um, Cincinnati.com, the Inquirer. Who can be charged? What about ectopic pregnancy? What to know about Ohio's six-week abortion ban? So again, you know, you have six weeks, no ifs, ands, or buts. However, are there any exceptions? Abortions beyond this threshold are legal if the provider determines a medical emergency and necessary to prevent the pregnancy, or I mean the pregnant person's death, or serious risk of substantial and irreversible impairment of a major bodily function. Okay, well, with that being said, a 10-year-old would meet the, that criteria and therefore 
could go past that six week. Yeah, and and I think, you know, serious risk. What does that mean? Well, that's interpreted by the by the doctor. Is this going to deform the mother? Is this going to give her preeclampsia? Is this going to give her, you know, I don't know, fill in the blank. I'm not that smart on medical diseases or whatnot, right. but that this is all stuff that they are taking into consideration. And I I've heard a few stories already where people on the other side are coming out, oh, well, that's great because what if you get this doctor that thinks this way and they're against it and they'd blah, 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 blah. You know, doctors still have to maintain their licenses. They have to fall within the laws. They have to treat patients. I mean, they're they're legally obligated. Even if they don't like you and you're choking in the middle of the airplane, to step in and, and intervene. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, they take an oath to protect life. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, whose life is worth more, the person that's currently living or the one that's hasn't been born yet? If the person currently living is having issues or problems or could potentially die, I think the the oath would go under let's protect the living. So, but that does, and it does, it does talk about, um, uh, basically what it does keep, um, under the six week rule that there's no exception for is you, you can't just, well, out of convenience, I want an abortion. You know, I have big plans for my life, so I just want to kind of get rid of this thing. I made a bad decision and I don't want to deal with the consequences. Right. It does. I don't think. I don't think it covers, um, I'm 10 years old and somebody took advantage of me. Right. So, yeah, if you go out and drink and do things and whatnot and stuff happens, I mean, they made a movie about it, um, is, uh, is, that opens up a whole new can of worms. So, yeah, and it, I, it says I don't want to say the it. law. The law explicitly says mental health conditions do not qualify as a serious risk that warrants terminating a pregnancy. Now, again, that statement in and of itself does not necessarily take the person out of the exceptions category because is it something that is going to uh, lead the doctor to believe that there's reasonable medical judgment that that this could harm you, your body. Well. But again, back to what we just said, is it convenience? Is it, uh, you know, buyer's remorse? Yeah. Oops. Morning after regret. Um, I don't know. You got to be responsible too. You do. I mean, you, but at the same time, you got to be an adult. And I don't know. Again, I have my own yeah. thoughts. However, yep. I'm going to break it. Um, not going to get too far into the Roe v. Wade thing. Um, we've got some special people coming on that I would like to talk yes. to you about. Uh, I'm not going to give any names away, but uh, we will dive into that topic later on. And I believe... Yeah, I can't wait. I believe it's going to be a wonderful discussion. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. You know, like I like we always say, looking for other other um, ideas, opinions, perspectives. You know, maybe they'll bring something up that I oh okay yeah I didn't realize that or vice versa. Yeah, or I wasn't thinking in that aspect. You know, or yeah, or maybe sure. maybe we can throw out an opinion and they're like oh well okay I didn't think about that. Yep. So, yeah, it'll be great. It'll be a good, uh, fun conversation to have. Yeah, I believe so. I think it'll. I think it's very timely, and it's uh, it's good for people to be talking about these issues. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, Hashtag the more you know. <laughs> All right, man. This is really eating me up. What's bugging you? I was hoping you'd forget. Yeah, I know you would. But uh, I was quiet during the last thing because I wasn't trying to open up cans of worms and stuff. But now I've got to know. I've got to know what is eating Gil Gilbert's. Gilbert's grape. <sighs> Grapes of you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Well, you know, we, we've talked about our radio stuff in the past and handles call signs all this stuff and oh yeah i've named my i've named my uh pickup the taco food truck and oh, yeah. i have a little anthem and everything and i'm real proud of that yeah you know? well i mean that is you should be because you know yeah. that's between you me and whoever's on the radio yeah and i'm i'm watching you know news clips here and there trying to stay up on current events and whatnot and I hear the first lady, Jill Biden. Joe Biden? Com- yep, yeah, uh, Joe Biden's husband. Well, I mean wife. <laughs> Jill Biden's husband, yeah, either way. Um, slams Latinos uh, by comparing them to breakfast tacos. Do what? <laughs> yeah, so she's she's at this event, and I forget what the name of the event is called. I'll find it here in this article in a little bit. But she's talking about how this person, um, Raul Zagir, definitely didn't pronounce that right. No. But how they, they built this foundation or this organization, quote, with the understanding that diversity of this community, talking about the Latinos, the Hispanics. Okay. The diversity of this community, as distinct as the bodegas of the Bronx, eh, bodegas, she got that wrong. There you go. As beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, I always think of beaches when I go to Miami. Never been to Miami. Um, And as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio, end quote. Oh, that is not a crowd. So as Cheering. a beaner, I'm as unique as a breakfast taco. Oh, my Now, don't God. get me wrong. I like breakfast tacos. Oh, yeah. I prefer burritos. Yeah. But I don't want to be as unique as one. Holy crap. Oh, you wouldn't want to be like a breakfast soft taco? No. I mean, I've already turned into a breakfast burrito, but I don't want to be <laughs> as unique as one. Come on now. Right? Oh, my You know, when, when people are reading my eulogy, you know, oh, Drew, he, he lived a short and somewhat prosperous life and... You know, he's just, gosh, if there was ever a breakfast taco, he was it. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> That's 
so rightly so that you are upset today on the show <laughs> to be yeah man be, be compared to a breakfast doc oh my gosh who says that stuff yeah no i mean i can't blame her a hundred percent right whoever the speech writers were obviously either a didn't think that through or they knew exactly what they were doing uh-huh. um but uh she went for it man God. I'll give her props for that. She stayed committed to it and went for it. Yeah, I bet now, the writers were just cracking up in the bank. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on this uh, one particular article, they were saying... Um, they are saying that uh, which White House speechwriter just won a bet for getting the first lady to say something like this? But um, I yeah. I don't know any of the writers. You know, I don't know who makes the speeches or whatnot. But if if it were me personally, and I was having somebody write a speech for me, and I was going into a particular community, I would I would pre-read that thing, and I would well, I mean, mark out things that I'm like, mm, I'm there's a line, right? Because there's always a line before yeah. this whole Me Too movement, and before the whole. Um, every white person in America is racist. Like before that, right? Like we're talking like early two thousands, late nineties, maybe even, maybe even in the eighties, right? There was a line that you just did not cross, and yeah. as a kid, however, we were always taught that. Okay, however, however, okay, politicians. For them, I feel like, and this is my own opinion, okay. that they make this common practice, right? You're always taught, like in speech class or, or when you're, uh, what, what are those, whatever we did in the Air Force, train the trainers and going through ALS and NCOA and all these PMEs. Yeah, leadership course. You, you have to know how to speak to your audience. In their case, they're they're pandering to their audience, right? If I can make this group of Latinos feel like I'm one of them, they'll feel like I'm relatable, you know, and, and I'm, I'm hip with it or I'm, I'm in the in crowd or whatever. So I'm going to use words that they use like tacos and burritos and despacito and Doritos and like, seriously. Uh. And we saw this. And well, I say we saw this, we see this all the time when it comes for elections, you know, yeah. Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. for example, was putting on her Southern Baptist, um, uh, accent and everything when she was talking to the black community and wherever the crap she was, and then you know to the next community, it totally changes. They're they're pandering to their audience. So I I I get it. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I get it. Well, do you see this on both sides? Or I don't think I pay attention enough. Okay, because you and I. Well, more you have been into the, and I'll quote it, quote unquote, political news longer than I have. And so, I mean, for years, decades even, I tried to stay out of it because I didn't want nothing to do with it. I knew it was corrupt. I had yeah. nothing. So, but until I started seeing certain things happen and that would affect me personally, then I was like, oh, okay, maybe I need to start looking into this stuff. Right, but I've, I'm sure, it's on both sides. I'm sure Republicans and Democrats. Absolutely, 
Absolutely. I'm not faulting one side more than the other or saying it's all these people and not those people. It's just for as much for as much as we talk about in today's society, and not necessarily we talk about like you and I, but for as much as it's harped on sensitivity training, multicultural training, diversity training, this, 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 don't say this, do say that. And then to come out and, hey, you're a taco, you're a taco, you're a bodega, you're this. I mean, really? You're a blossom. JT, man, he's got this attitude. He's just as salty as a, a Waffle House biscuit. Um, Red Lobster biscuit? As a saltine cracker. Oh, you said it. You said it. Oh, Can't call me a cracker. I went there. I went there. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Yeah, like, come like, on. There, there are ways to get your point across. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I don't want to dwell on it too much. Um, oh, uh, I would. Apparently, oh. Jill Biden apologized for Taco's comments about Latinos. Um, however, I never saw that she particularly apologized. Um, her press secretary tweeted that the First Lady's apology for her on Tuesday, a day after she said in her speech... Yada, yada, yada. Um, says the first lady apologizes that her words conveyed anything but pure admiration and love for the Latino community. She wrote in the next morning after media firestorm. Oh. Well, apparently it didn't go over too well for her. Yeah. Yeah. So talk about buyer's remorse. Oh, crap. I said the wrong thing there. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, but on a personal level, right? Like I know you just said, I I don't want to be um, put in the same <coughs> playing field as like a, a breakfast uh, taco. But how does that yeah. like? How does that make you feel hearing it from the horse's mouth? Um, I mean, sticks and stones, man. Right. That's how I was raised. You know, that's how we grew up as kids. Sticks and stones break your bones. Words will never hurt me. Yeah. Um, it honestly, on a scale of one to 10, it bothers me like a zero. Oh, good. Personally. Yeah. Personally. Um, people say stupid crap all the time. Yeah. But I just, I find that hypocrisy when, when they preach and they preach and they preach about political correctness and you, you know, you gotta be this way, you gotta be this way, but then they turn around and they do it. (laughs) Okay. So you can do that, but I can't. Okay. So what is your... That's what I don't like about it. So what is your... Per, I mean, if you're okay. going to compare me to somebody, compare me to Pancho Villa. You know, I've been growing this mustache for a reason, dang it. <laughs> yeah, There's a taco. lot of people in the Southwest that would not like that comment. How dare you? I think it's looking pretty good. The mustache? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Been putting some uh, uh, beard butter on it in the mornings. Oh, beard butter. I don't know what it really does, but uh, it smells good. I can't believe well, it's my not COVID buttery. nose tells me it smells good. Uh, you know what I say every time I jump off something and then I get uh, corrected? What's that? Geronimo, you can't say that. You're lying. <laughs> yeah, I saw the jail that uh, Geronimo escaped from there in Kansas. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. Yeah. So. All right. Well, 
I have to ask. I have to ask. Have you yeah. seen any kind of like crazy news in the stories or just any outlandish things that have happened? You remember that show, um, America's Dumbest Criminals? Oh, yeah. I love that show. Yep. Um, yeah, there's there's an article, a news story, and I saw the video footage that they had attached. And this guy is definitely a candidate for America's Dumbest Criminals. Really? Yeah. So apparently this guy goes into a Boost Mobile store near L.A. Okay. And he, he walks in. And you're you're watching the security footage, and there's two uh, employees behind the counter there, and they're talking to a customer, one customer. And as soon as he crosses the threshold, this guy pulls out a gun and points it. Oh, my god! And the customer is able to run out. Doesn't look like the guy really wants any violence. He just wants the money in the register. Okay. So he's holding him at gunpoint. He's getting the money out of the register. You know, they're opening the register for him and everything. And he hops the counter, and he takes about 500 bucks, and then he leaves. Well, apparently he dropped his keys while he was in the store. And the cops found his car down the road, and they were able to link the stuff to him. And um, the dumb part, the real dumb part, other than dropping the keys, this happened in the middle of the day. Oh, now, he was wearing a hoodie and a, a mask and everything, so you couldn't, like, on camera see who it was. Yeah. He was on parole for a robbery already. Oh, my goodness. And he was wearing his ankle monitor. Oh, my gosh. And they caught that on the the cameras? Yep. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he should break the law and cut his ankle monitor off and do this, that, and th- but, I mean, how dumb do you have to be? Well, maybe not just dumb, but how much... How I'm uh, trying to talk. You really have just not have a care in the world what happens to you. Yeah. Well, and I've heard in the past, you know, they say it's not what someone does. It's why they do it that really matters. I want to know why did he really do like what? At, where was he at in life? That it was just, man, I'm on parole. I got this ankle bracelet. I'm so desperate. I need to go rob. I'm already on parole for robbing, but I need to go rob another store. Yeah. Well, I, uh, now, an interesting point, as I'm reading this and watching the video and everything, and I get to the part where, okay, he's already in trouble with the law. Mm-hmm. He's wearing an ankle bracelet so they can track him, and he's got to check in with his parole officer and all this stuff. Yet, he's still in possession of a gun, and he goes in to rob a store with a gun. <laughs> so he's a so, criminal who's doing criminal things. Yeah, for well, when he's not supposed to have one. So I don't know what gun law out there in L.A., because California is pretty strict already. Yeah. I don't know what gun law or extra gun law they could put on the books to keep criminals from doing criminal things. Oh, uh, reading here, it was a oh, weapon of war. It's a Glock semi-automatic handgun. Wait, did you say semi-automatic? Semi-automatic. Now, wait, hold on. Now, if you look at a Glock semi-automatic handgun, those have more, that's a high-capacity magazine. Oh, yeah, that's more than 10 rounds in the magazine. Mm-mm-mm, this guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Well, he's breaking all kinds of laws there in California. What is he thinking? Yeah, and this was, like I said, in the middle of the day. Again, not advocating for people to break the law. No. But, but good Lord, what were your circumstances that you thought about this and then decided, okay, I'm going to go in the middle of the day. I'm going to keep wearing my ankle bracelet. Didn't mean to drop my keys in there. Um, this is the best time in my life to do this right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's modern day Robin Hood, man. Yeah. I guess. Well, I'm sure somebody's going to try and make him out to be. Oh, he needed the money to yeah. pay his bills. Get a job. I don't know what day. Yeah. So. I mean, it's hard out there. You and I both know that. Yeah, but, we live um, it every day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I keep waking up somehow. <laughs> oh. But, um, but yeah, I thought that was a pretty interesting, uh, just, you know, things that make you go, huh, kind of moment. Things that make you go, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, all right, man. Well, hey, thanks for sharing. <clears throat> yeah, of course. Thanks for asking story. the tough questions. Well, yeah, it wasn't really that tough. So, but. Um, That's why I appreciate you. <laughs> Until next time. As always, we'd like to say thank you for stopping by and listening to the podcast. Yeah, we realized that uh, you could have been doing anything uh, way more productive, but you chose to waste your time with us. We look forward to talking about absolutely nothing with you next time. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover, please email us at JT and Drew Show at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash JT Drew Show.